for the passion. Get ready for the banter. It's the Sedia A-Holes podcast. Forza, Tommy and Tony. All right, guys, how you doing? It's the City A-Holes with our ninth episode. I'm Tony Vascuso. I'm here with Tommy Matera. How you doing, Tommy? What's going on, everybody? Ciao a tutti, Tommy. Ciao a tutti, man. Yo, my, uh, my Italian's getting a little bit better. That's good. They just went back to work yesterday. That's yeah, I'm, good. Yeah, I'm trying to... Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm trying to uh, get better at the uh, at the Italian, and uh, every day I'm working on it. Hold on, Tommy. Let me take a sip of my new uh, Bajo cup here, dude. Everybody. I love it. I love it. I hope it's not made in China, though. Yeah, I don't know what uh, Chrissy uh, Bajo's uh, talking about over there. <laughs> By the way, you uh, for, you spelled her name wrong. It's uh, C. No, no, it was autocorrect. I talked to her last night. It's already switched. Oh, okay, okay, good, good. Yeah, good. if yeah. you look at if you look at the. Uh, uh, the details of the episode, it's already changed. Okay. Yeah, and again, <laughs> shout out to Christina uh, yeah. for uh, that. It was a great show. It was kind of our first awesome. time uh, interviewing someone, and uh, it was really, really cool to have her on. You know, she was uh, self-conscious about a lot of stuff, and then she, like, sent it out to people, and she's like, wow, I yeah, people actually like it. Yeah, she was telling me. She was telling me. That's yeah, good. So it's good stuff for sure. But uh, So how are you holding up, dude? Everything all right? Yeah, I'm hanging in there, you know, just working, working like crazy. So. Yeah, so, you know, the thing with me, man, is like, I think it would be better if everybody, if all this stuff that got canceled just happened at once, and so you were just prepared for it, right? Right. Because I feel like it's once a week, and the knife is just getting more and more into my freaking back, like just stabbing me, dude. Because no it's doubt. like, one week it's like, all right, so this regional league is done. Then the next league is the New York League is done. Then the USL two Metro League is done. It's like every just do it all at once because every yeah, just week get it is all like out just of the way, another. Right? And again, this is all cascading down now. As as everybody knows, um, you know today, um, like all Connecticut schools got shut down for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, I was talking to some coach, you know, coaching colleagues, and they were talking about you know they're they're worried about the fall league. You know, if this is going to even happen, so it's all over the place, man. But First, you know, obviously it's uh, it's uh, Cinco de Mayo. Is it Sinkhole de Mayo? Is it or is it Cinco de Mayo? <laughs> the famous uh, the famous quote from uh, This is the End, right? That was a good movie. Yeah, that's right. A good movie. Sinkhole de Mayo. Cin- it's Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Cinco de Mayo today, and uh, it's Cinco uh, de Mayo for us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so. it was funny because you'll love this. So obviously, yesterday was May the Fourth, which is a big day in Star Wars, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so I saw May a really the Force cool be post with today. you. Yeah. yeah. So it was May the 4th be with you, and then somebody wrote, for all you Jedi scum, yesterday was May the 4th be with you, and today is Revenge of the 5th, which was really cool, like product line on Revenge of the Sith, which is awesome. Tommy, I'm going to let everybody out there just probably fall down, and and I don't think I've watched Star Wars in its entirety. That's okay, because I'm a big Star Wars guy, so I'm I'm big enough for the both of us. Yeah, well, well, I just, I'm not into it, man. I really ain't. Like I, you know, my wife tries to get me into it. You know, she did the, you know, Lord of the Rings and mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those. And uh, Harry Potter. Listen, let me tell you something right now, okay? The best of the best is Willow. That's the is best. Is what? One. Willow. Did you ever see Willow? No. You never seen Willow, dude? No. Oh my god. Hey, wait. You've never seen Star Wars, so let's just listen. Not, let's, Mad Mordigan, dude. Dude, listen. No, Willow I've is the best it. movie of all time. It's the best. I swear, I've not seen it. That's the where it all started. Okay. So anybody wants to talk about this? So I, listen, Willow was the best movie. Okay. I love that movie. <laughs> People are out there like you're out of your mind, dude. But yeah, <laughs> Willow, Willow was good. But anyway, so going back to just kind of like 
on a day-to-day and just holding up. Anybody that knows me well, they know that I am not near my phone until around like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock in the day. That's I don't go near my phone. That's awesome. Um, you know, the city a-hole stuff has changed it a little bit because obviously we've got to do some things with uh, Instagram and marketing and um, and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. other than that, I, I, I have to – I wake up, I have to clean – I have to do. Uh, uh, I got to do my meditation, right? I got to do my stretching, my yoga. Do you meditate thing. every day? Meditate every day. Deep breathing awesome, exercises man. and meditating. But here's here's the thing, man. Like you know, a lot of people out there that might be listening, they you know might be single, might have a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, and uh, no kids, right? Well, I got yeah. I got kids, man. So it's a lot of stress, whatever. So no the other day I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm meditating, and I use Maxwell's uh, room for uh, meditation because <clears throat> we only have two rooms in our entire house that have carpet, right? Downstairs is carpeted, but it's real thin carpet. It's still basically right. concrete. Um, so, yeah, we um, I'm doing meditation in Max's room. Interesting. And, uh, you know, breathing, you know, I got my eyes closed, and, you know, really trying to – you know, get uh, you know, clear the clear the thoughts and, and and all these things. Soccer's not here anymore, and it's it's been brutal. It's awful. Right? It's really killing. So me. I'm really starting to calm down. Everything's looking good, and then I open my eyes, and what do I see? I see my son butt naked, <laughs> butt naked, getting changed, and just staring at me like, "What are you doing, dude?" Like, but that's my life, man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I'm trying to calm that's down. Funny. I'm trying to do right by me. And then, boom, it's changed right away because I got two lunatics living with me over here with Mateo and Matt, you know? <laughs> that's, that's, that's how it goes, dude. So, other thing, too, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is, uh, you know, special day for the Viscuso family. It's my father's birthday tomorrow. Is have, it? Yeah. Agudi. I have, I, I, Agudi, yeah, absolutely. I, I have absolutely no idea how old he is. I just know he's very <laughs> old. You know you're getting old, dude, when that hair out of your ear just starts, like, Getting it's longer than the one on your head, dude, right? It just gets a mind of its own. It's it's out of control. But uh, you know, I got to give a shout out to my pops and and uh, share a story. Uh, you know, with with what happened with me growing up is my father had a uh, uh, you know I said in the show before he had a dealership. Uh, he started off as a mechanic in Hamden, and uh, he had a dealership, and then he started selling cars and stuff. And he's been there for around forty years. Um, and uh, you know, growing up, obviously I was a detailer and I would I was washing cars right. and whatever. And then I tried to start getting into – by the way, my dad, when he first started there, he was one of the only in Connecticut, right, that would do uh, repairs on Fiat's and Alphas. He was the only one that <laughs> knew how to you know, how to work on those cars. So That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's when he first started. Um, but when I was working there, man, I was – it was brutal because, you know, I could – you know, when I started selling cars, if there was something wrong with the transmission, I would say to the person, I'm like, oh, yeah, the transmission's messed up. You know, you got to watch – and my, you know, and anybody out there that's a used car salesman is like, dude, you can't BS to save your life. You got to be a <laughs> salesman. So one one day, one day, my dad pulls me aside and he says to me, he goes, "Listen, he goes, you suck at this job, okay? Get the hell out of here." He goes, "Get," he goes, "Get the hell out of here," and he goes, "Go live your life and what you're passionate about." And that was obviously referring to coaching and you know living, living a life with soccer, but. You know what? What I'm getting at, Tommy, is that is that tough love with a purpose. You know, I always call mm-hmm. it tough love with a purpose. And me and Tommy, obviously, growing up in an Italian family and a and a you know in a in an Italian father, we all know what that means. Is that tough love with a purpose? And there was always no doubt. you know we always thought when we were younger, we're like, why is this dude on me about everything? And he's pissing me off. And he's why is he so angry? All why the is time? he angry? He's screaming at me, man. Like yeah. I. It's it just all these these things I'm thinking about. Now that I have kids, you're sitting back and you're like, oh, okay. 
see exactly what he was talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just wish that he didn't have as much fear of me getting hurt, so that's why he didn't show me a lot of things growing up, like, yeah. you know, how to turn wrenches and stuff like <clears throat> that because, you know, I'm doing that with my sons now, and I'm, like, trying to, you know, give them, like, that, hey, listen, you, you, might, this, you might get hurt, but you got to, you know, you got to get up, you, you dust yourself off, and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you dealt with that same stuff, Tommy, right? Yeah, you were more the gopher than you were the helper, right? Exactly. Like, you were told to go get things, and you had to learn by watching, and if you didn't have a great teacher, you didn't have a great teacher, but that's how you learned, right? You right. learned by watching, like, you told that story about uh, uh, pulling the weeds out with a butter knife, like, yep. who, who does that, you know what right. I mean? But that's what you were told, and that's how you learned, and I, I remember the time that I finally taught my dad something, and he yeah. was, like, looking at me like, what, yeah, yeah, what? yeah. He, you know, like, I was like, dude, I got this. I've done this before. It's yeah, all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so it, it's all, funny how it comes full circle, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it really is. And I, obviously, I, I, you know, I teach him a lot in terms of, like, the, the leadership side of, you know, being, like, a coach and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And obviously, in terms of an athlete, man, my dad is not an athlete, man. That He's a gearhead. That's all, you know, jack of all traits. That was that was my dad. The best sport that he was was bocce. That's what he – that's, you know, going to the Italian club and play bocce. Right. But, yeah, so happy birthday to uh, my dad. I guarantee – Agori, I guarantee you when he hears this, he's going to be crying. He's an emotional guy. He acts like he's tough, but he's an emotional they guy. They all are, man. That's they it. all are. But uh, all right, so where are we at now, Tommy? So let's let's talk about, first of all, the success of the show for, for, for a little bit here, man. It's been great. Obviously, been again, awesome. a lot of listens and, you know, things really on the up and up and, um, you know, reaching out to a lot of people all over and they're, and they're, they're, they're just loving it. You had some people reach out the other day and saying, this is our favorite podcast. It's awesome. It's really yeah. genuine and, and all these things. Uh, the Battle of the Badge just ended. Congratulations right. to Sampdoria. We did have some issues, some people coming back and saying, ah, you know, it was fixed. It was this. It was that. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. We said from the beginning that Sampdoria was a great uh, badge. Not- I, I said it on the show. It was Listen, my favorite one. The other thing, too, is the one I posted the other day when it actually shows the picture shows the of the face. old man, that's like awesome. the sailor. That's, that? that's even better. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that, just- was, that was like incredible. I love that. When like, you put the so history cool. in there and you put the actual design of the badge, it's it's something that you don't forget. And the other thing too is we talked about the early 90s and stuff and when you think of the city, ah, you think of that Parma logo, you think of the Sampdoria logo, you think of the right. Fiorentina logo, you think of AC Milan, you think of Juve, obviously the all the heavy hitters. You mm-hmm. don't think of those things now. Atalanta obviously takes over for those things right. now and which is great and we're obviously going to get into that. Um but all in all, it, w- it was a great battle, and I think that people were like genuinely like, "Yo, this is awesome." We were looking forward to it every day and voting. Um, yeah, it was re- it was really interesting because like not a lot, of, you know, not a lot of stuff happens. Like like not a lot of people do that kind of thing. I should say, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. You know, they you know you you don't see that very often. Guys, just take a second. I want to thank everybody that is listening because it's awesome to hear your feedback. And you know, I think I think we're in, people in eight different countries are listening to us right now, which is incredible. incredible. Like I would have never thought that. Um, you know, what are they? What are they thinking of us, Tommy? There, man. I'm just, I gotta think about that first. <laughs> you know what they like, obviously like. Is this a? It's, is this the numbers a fl- keep growing, so it's been great. I mean, I, I can't thank those guys enough. I'm gonna, Absolutely. I want to do a quick shout out to Daquan King, who's listening in Poland, yes. uh, one of my former players, and and Steve Smith, who's listening. Smudgy, I love you, bud. Um, you, you, have, you kept me up a lot of nights when you were at Southern and I was coaching you, but thank you for listening. Like a couple of my former players, and 
I'm just ecstatic that these guys are coming back saying, Coach, it's awesome. You got to send us gear. Send us this. It's, it's been a lot of fun hearing that, you know? And we'll definitely do that for sure, man. But, I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, these guys from, you know, listening in other countries, are they like, yo, is this a cooking show or is it a freaking, like, <laughs> what is it? You know, that. No, I think I think the one thing that you got to say about, and, and maybe this is a, people will say this is a Homer thing, but, I, you know, it's the truth. There, there's a couple things in, in Italy that go without saying, right? Yep. Like in, in the city, uh, is, is part of it, right? It's, it's calcio and it's food, yeah. right? A couple of things and, and coffee and, you know, like, yeah, and there's, and there's, and those things go without saying, and we are a Syria podcast, but first and foremost, we're Italian Americans yeah. and that's part of the culture. the culture. Yeah. Not just, I mean, I mean, we're going to talk tonight about Atalanta and Brescia, and part of their rivalry has to do with a, a dish that they both cook different ways, right? Just going to so, say that, man. So, you know, so people, you know, and like, the reason why we want to bring that up is because people think we were making that up, man. It's just yeah, a legitimate no, thing, and it doesn't yeah. even go based on the region. Like, those, those things have been brought to America, and you still see it. You know, right. if you have an that's area right. that's heavily sicilian man you're gonna see certain kinds of styles that they do and you know where mm-hmm. tommy grew up uh, with uh Ischia, you know in, mm-hmm. in 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 norwalk you got an area where it's you know everybody's from the same from the same uh from the same same area in and in, in napoli right. so it's 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 really really amazing and and again yeah. that's why we bring these things up because they're facts and you, you know? and you can even point to the differences and here's a quick one right the differences between little italy and the bronx and in manhattan yeah right two completely different styles of yep "Quote unquote, Little Italy." Yep. Um, but people think it's all one and the same, right? And then like, the other, and the other thing too is, my I was talking to my mom about this the other day, and I'm like, you know, mom, I'm like the Abitza thing in New Haven. I'm like, I can't believe that that's like a genuine. I mean, I've always just said Abitza, like it's right. We yeah, always of see a pizza before, mm-hmm. and now that I'm thinking about it, I remember I think I had a friend that came from out of Connecticut, and he was like, "What's a pizza? Like, what's that? What's that saying?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's Abitza. <laughs> like, that's what." But it's crazy to think that that's – you, you like people are now pinpointing it like that's how it was because when my right. mom had brought up, she goes, you have to understand, as an Abidan, we add – so like instead of saying no, no, we would say unon. We would mm-hmm. add like unon to it like or anon, okay. anon. We would, it's we'd, dialect. It's all dialect, and, but you don't think of it – you know, mm-hmm. like I said, when my father would watch Rye with me, I'm like, Dad, what do you say? He goes, I don't have a freaking clue what the hell he just said. Right, because it's legit, like you know, Italian. It's another language. It's another, it's another language. language. He had no clue. My, I remember when we went to Italy. I went to Italy with my mom, and she and people were talking. To her. She was like, "I don't have a freaking clue what the hell that guy just said." I'm like, but she, and she's fluent in Italian. I'm like, what the heck is going on? But um, so yeah, the Battle of Badge has been great. It's been going awesome. Uh, we got the Classico Mundial, which people need to start freaking signing on to, man, and putting a team in. The best Brazilian team of all time, Brazil, best uh, Italian team of all time. We got the Battle of the Kits going on right now, which is yeah, great. the retro and the uh, modern, which is awesome. Tommy tomorrow, Perugia Napoli, dude, Perugia Napoli. Oh, it's in the bag. It's in the Let bag. Let me tell you something right now. The modern, I don't think you got it. I don't think you got the modern. The new Perugia uh, uniform is amazing. It's nice. But yeah. remember, listen, Perugia's retro. Do remember the uh, the candy, the chocolates? What a Peru, uh, Perugia? What is it called? Um, it's Perugia Gina. What's what, you remember those Italian chocolates? No. You remember those? No. So that's the advertisement in the front. Okay. Right? That's a nice one. But the the one I'm going to give you, I know. Listen, the (laughs) Napoli Retro, there's no question. I own it. I have it right there hanging up. Is it the Mars one? 
or the no, uh, the Butoni, Butoni. from the first okay. uh, from the first. You never answer. You want to go with the uh, Butoni or the? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, we'll sorry, go with that I'm one. Doing a, right. Yeah. So we'll go with that one. But what I'm saying, like, it, that one's a, that one's a iconic. There's no question, without a doubt, that that's an iconic uh, iconic jersey. And you know, obviously, you think of right away. There it is. Beautiful. Yeah, you got to post that, Tommy. You got to post that without question. Um, but yeah, so we got the battle of the kit. So there's the modern and there's the retro. We put it all out there. And uh, it's been going great. It's been incredible. And, you know, we got a lot of people. All right, get that out of my freaking face, dude. I don't need to see it anymore. <laughs> All right. Um, but, yeah, that's been that's been going well. And um, so so here's the other thing, too, Tommy, we got to talk about right now. <laughs> Whenever he's ready to put that freaking jersey down. Um, All right, I'm good. I'm good. A lot of ball breaking going on, to, uh, Tommy, right? So we do the world class every day, okay? And yep. people are probably wondering. They're like, all right, when you do the world class, right, you just put a picture you have a question and it's yes or no, right? Right. And I usually, what I usually do is I try to find a uh, uh, um, a picture of the player, right? And not of what those those fans may know them of. So like a Dino Baggio, right? Instead mm-hmm. of putting him in the Azuri jersey, right? I put him in the Parma jersey. So some people might sit there and think like, wait a minute, who is that? And if you right. think to yourself at one point, who is that? He ain't freaking world class, Okay. Period. And you don't know who he is. Okay. So now, if you know from back in the day, if you see that wristband, right, on the arm, you know it's Dino Baggio, dude. You know it's Dino. You know that was his thing, right? Just like Pagliuco used to pop the collar, that was Dino Baggio, right? So people have been asking, and I know you asked as well, and there's everybody much anticipated, okay? All right. What do you mean? Tony's world class checklist. All right, because everybody wants to break my balls, and they're like, "Yo, by the way, you- by the way, the videos with the the Del Piero stuff is brilliant. By yeah, the way, that's hysterical. When I, I saw you when you put the magazine out there, I yeah. died laughing. Yeah, I'm starting to think. To I'm like, why? I'm you know, I'm starting so to think funny. maybe I should be an actor. I don't know, man. This that is was a- funny. You and Chris should get together, and make some TikToks. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about Chris in a little bit. But anyway, sorry. Right, listen, so everybody, write this down. All right, so you don't forget. Okay, Tony's world class checklist. All right, it's the body of work, the longevity, the appearances. That's one. Mm-hmm. The record books, okay? Scoring records, CV, titles, <clears throat> one what, what they've won, championships, resume, right? The whole thing. And never forgotten, okay, by world football fans, okay? So here's what, hap- here's what we're going to bring up. We're going to bring Cambiasso up today, okay? Mm-hmm. And I got, I got some stick with Cambiasso because some were like, he was amazing for Inter and he was this and he was that. But the problem that I have, okay? Is what I, what I just mentioned, okay? I only think of him for a certain era and for a team, right? It wasn't – now, again, someone will be like, well, dude, you, you said, you know, Signori was well. – yeah, but Signori has a scoring record. He did things, and he's going to mm-hmm. be in the history books for as long as he lived. In a league that everybody here is in complete agreement with, and I'm sure you are, Tommy, it's very hard to score in the Serie yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's simple. Mm-hmm. All right. And remember, Beppe Signori did it when it was legit. when it was extremely difficult. Okay. When you were playing against the top. All right. So that's the thing that I I went with my list. What do you think of that checklist, Tommy? What do you think? A little bit more clarity there. Yeah, it's a little bit more clear. I mean, listen, and obviously, uh, opinions. You know, everything. The game is subjective, right? No, yeah. the game's not objective. Right. So right. I think that obviously gets thrown in. But I I think that's a good list. Um, yeah. You know. It's it's everybody. It's still based on opinion. By the way, I agree with you about Cambiaso. I don't think he's world class. Yeah. I thought he was yeah. very good. 
for Inter. I thought he probably, I thought he was good at Real Madrid. Um, but to say he's world class, yeah, it's a bit tough. Yeah. I think it's a bit tough. No, now, know, um, what, you know what I was thinking about the other day? What would and Tommy, you would one hundred percent have seen this a million times at every single coaching education class that you've ever taken because these um, the and I don't want to pinpoint things, but you know this happened. The American coaches went absolutely like like crazy when I think it was. The 2000, was it 2010 World Cup when they had like 16 pass? Remember, it was all Argentina had like 16. Oh, it was 32. 32 passes, sorry, 32 passes. I and think Combi- it was 2006, man. And then, was it 2006? Because Rakilman was on the team. But So it was a heel pass to Cambiaso, correct, to end it. Who hit the heel pass and then it was, and then Cambiaso finished. Uh, but anyway, you you had that at coaching classes, right? Yeah, they I mean, definitely it, saw it, yeah. Showed it a million times, right? That was a great. I, I thought about that too when I when I posted Cambiaso today. I was like, you know what? Or was it twenty one passes? Maybe I thought it 26 was twenty six passes. Twenty six passes, right? Yeah. You went from sixteen to thirty two to. T- <laughs> Those are the numbers, man. It's crazy. Twenty six. Was it twenty six? Yeah, twenty six. And what year was uh, that? Was it oh six? It was. It was two thousand. Yeah, two thousand six, man. Hmm. I thought it was two thousand six because I'm pretty sure Rakilme was on the team. Okay. And he wouldn't have made the team in yeah. two thousand ten. I don't think. Yeah. Although he should be on every Argentina team ever. Listen, Riquelme is just disgusting. I mean, yeah. that's world class at another level. You know, oh. I mean, unbelievable. He was, I, I think, and I, and I know I say people are underappreciated a lot. He might be in the top five Without question. for most underappreciated players in the history of because the game. Because here's the other thing, too. People are going to go back and say, well, dude, you think Riquelme is world class and not Kambi? Are you out of your freaking mind? Yeah, it's not even close. It's not close, it's not, dude. It's not Riquelme close. was arguably the best player in the world playing at Villarreal. It's, it's, like, I mean, it was unbelievable. And, ju- and don't forget, too, you have to understand something. These guys that are making these decisions, oh, well, you didn't go and play at Real. You didn't go and play it here. You didn't go... You have to understand. He wants to go and play by his style. So well, and, and he went to and he went to Barca after Boca, and he didn't. It didn't work out, right? So, like, I mean, it doesn't mean he's not great, right? No, like, no. Maradona went to Barca, it didn't work out. No. So, you know, but I well, he mean, won the fight. He won the brawl in Barca. That's right. That's right. He always won those, didn't he? Yeah. All right. So here's the other thing too, Tommy. And I know you are you were in disagreement with this. All right. And this is one's this one's a tough one for me. Okay. The better Antonio. Right, we talked about this one. Right, was it Antonio Cassano or was it Antonio Di Natale? Right, and yeah. the thing I brought up was in their prime. Okay, mm-hmm. now as a career, there is no debate. It's you cannot bring to me, okay, and discuss to me that Antonio Cassano had a better career than Antonio Di Natale. Can you can you say that at least, Tommy? Um, I don't think he had a better career. That, okay, so that's that's what I'm saying. Like that. yeah, now, agreed. in the prime, okay, I understand. I Cassano, it's sickening to me. He was lights out. He because was the thing out, is, man. I, as horrible of a player as I was, okay, <laughs> I did have some mental breakdowns, okay? I'm going to be very honest with you in terms of anger and emotions and whatever it is. So I don't I, believe that. So... <laughs> So I get it. I get it. Okay. The freaking kid was a talent that we yeah. literally got excited about. Okay. Yeah, no doubt, man. But I can't give it to him. I can't. Because Di Natale was unbelievable. No, Di Natale, was, listen, the consistency that Di Natale played with was ridiculous. And that's the think, point. And that's yeah, the point. I think, I think when you're talking about ability-wise, though, I think you would agree. 
at the at the peak of his powers, Cassano was. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Here's here's where I have a disagreement with that, right? So you want to say like, oh my god, the ability that he had, he was this unbelievable, had an unbelievable touch, whatever it is. Just because Di Natale was quiet and just did his job consistently doesn't mean that I can't say that in his prime he was better. No, I don't think he was a slouch, man. I'm not saying it that way. I just think you looked at Cassano and you just – I mean, Sergio Ramos talked about it when they were training at Real Madrid. They, he said he was the hardest guy to guard when he was playing at yeah, Real Madrid. Yeah, but what did he do at Real Madrid? No, but he was – but you see, here's the thing, right? And, and I'm going to say this and it's going to be whatever, but he was one of those guys where he was like Jekyll and Hyde. He was like – it was he a genius or was he insane? And, and yeah. he was on that fine line. Yeah. And I mean, what he did in Euro 2012, he was unbelievable. What he did at Sabandoria to get them into the Champions League was unbelievable. Yeah. And I also I watched something. You know what I did today, man? I watched Totti and, uh, and Cassano linking up. Oh, when he was at 19 years old it's, at Roma and he was it, on the best it was team. Just he was disgusting. The, he was starting was over disgusting. Batistuta. I mean, but listen, listen, you said it yourself and a lot of people out there as well. Okay. You have some sort of issue with Del Piero and what he did with the Italian national. I get the same thing with Cassano. Do I do? I really do. Because listen, I'm not saying I didn't, I didn't make an argument on Cassano being a legend or world-class or anything like that. Right, right, right. He could have been. He certainly could have been. So before we get to the news and stuff like that, Tommy, I got a question for you, man. This is going to be a tough one for you. Okay. Might get a little emotional for you. Oh, boy. All right, because what we're dealing with right now and, and, and tough, you can only pick one, okay? There's three mm-hmm. things here. To be a fanatic of the game, to be a coach of the game, or to be a player. Which would you pick? Uh, I'd be a fanatic. Fanatic. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mine, Without question. Mine is uh, mine's a coach. It, it, it really is. I, I, I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm like, wow, what is the thing that hurts the most right now? And it's not being on the sideline. <laughs> See, yeah. I think for me, like, I've, it's obviously killed me not being on the sideline. And I mean that, yeah. and I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, it's like, a tough to, question, dude. Does it mean what you say? But the thing I miss most, and I truly believe this, and I mean, I mean, I truly mean this, is watching a game for enjoyment. Yeah. Like, just, or walking down the street like because i take a lot of walks i'm like no no i go walking everywhere yep, yep walking down to the to over the bridge into sono and there's the veterans park on the way and there's not a game being played in the park like like and i mean when i mean a game i mean the guys that were working all day they show yep. up in their in their their brandman's paints tops and their yep. their rings end tops and they got these little spikes in there for go- and like i just miss seeing people play the game like on a like like I posted the other day that I was really missing, like the Napoli boys the other day during, and I'm like I just miss watching. Yeah. I just miss watching. I wish, I wish it was just on. I find myself being like, what, 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 when's this gonna come back? Yeah, yeah. When's yeah. when's it gonna come back? No, I, like, listen. You know what? You know you're putting things in perspective too, man. But it's it. it I, and I I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, well, I gotta ask Tommy this one because it's it's a brutal one, and maybe we'll post it as well. And you know, for the coaches out there and the fanatics and whatever. Uh, and and the players, you know, I know, I definitely know. There's kid, people out there that are like a player. I got to be a player. Without quite, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like I got to play again. Um, but you know, no, I've enjoyed coaching more than I played, and that's yeah, crazy because yeah, I love playing. I yeah, love competing. Yeah. Well, you were a phenomenal player. I was a coaching over- to me. I was okay. Coaching to me <laughs> was has been so rewarding, and the game's yeah. given me so much back yeah. after. You know what I mean? And I, I really miss it. But I just miss the game itself. Yeah. Like I truly do. I miss just watching just in yeah like enjoying learning yeah. like that thing i sent you the other day the email yeah how great was that just to look at yeah and be like yep. 
oh my god like i miss just doing this yep yeah yeah and again again growing up in connecticut man like you know down in norwalk man stanford you know the mm-hmm. uh you know seaside park down at bridgeport the boulevard down mm-hmm. in new haven man like all those you know those stopping grounds and hey listen got to give a shout out to the nike site as well obviously nike site without a doubt you know christ the redeemer for the milford fans <laughs> out there where we were growing up um, it's just it stinks, those are man. all the like stopping grounds but I, you bringing yeah, that up I, was a great point man because you're walking you know i i, I will bring this up dude and you know you know i love my hartford athletic and uh <laughs> and it, it was just great but again it was their first year so it was it was a little tough right so i park i go down into hartford right and i have to park mm-hmm. pretty far away right okay. so the area that i park in is is you know it's it's a it's an ethnic Dicey. yeah it's 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 an ethnic uh you know area and it's and uh, okay. but in, which which by the way you know what's 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 going on over there, man. It's some the food is great there. Food yeah. and Tommy, I swear to God, I'm walking. I had to walk about three miles to this to Dillon Stadium, right? Which by the way, Dillon Stadium in its own right has history. You know, Canalia played there. And they've done an amazing, job amazing there, job there, right? Like the we top, played. I told you we played UConn away there because yeah. UConn played all their home games yeah. this year because they're doing and. The locker rooms, like everything was first class. Yeah. Like yeah. everything was great. So, so go ahead, continue. I'm so sorry. anyway, I'm walking. I'm, it's about two miles to get to the stadium, right? And I'm walking and there's a freaking party going on, dude. I mean, I there's a, a band playing, like, you know, beautiful music, right? Million, I shouldn't say million, a lot of people out in the field watching like four games going on. I'm like... Should I stay here and yeah? Not of course to you should have. Of and, course and I'm you like, should've. dude, this. I mean, it was. And the other thing too is, my brother had to drive me back to my car, and my brother's like locking the door. He's like, dude, where the freak? I'm like, yo, this is the spot right here, man. This yeah, is where I'm the, like, I'm getting this out. This is passionate over here, right? <laughs> and another time too, I'll, I'll, I'll share this story too. Me and yo, me and my buddy Johans Martin, we uh, with Upper Grassy Greens, man. Get, make sure you're checking them out, right? We go to uh, we go to see England, Columbia, right? It at uh, it was at it was at the Giant Stadium, right? Okay. We get there's a freaking tractor trailer uh, accident. Three hours, Tommy, in traffic. Okay. We get to the game. There's five minutes left in the game. Okay. We're in the Columbia section. Tommy, <laughs> when I tell you, that's the best place to be. They do, you know, they throw up the, you know, all the the confetti, yeah. dude. It yeah. was the biggest party ever. Yeah. The England fans are on the other side. And they're singing, dancing. Now, what MLS did is how they tried to segue fans to watch MLS games, right? So they mm-hmm. did the Columbia-England game prior to yeah, the, an MLS game, right? That's right, yeah. So I me and Johans are like sweat. Five minutes! We're sweat, and we're like, this is amazing. Beautiful people everywhere. Like, yeah. this is amazing. Everybody, you feel the passion from everybody. The game ends. There's still people singing. The England fans are phenomenal singing all this stuff. The MLS game kicks off, and some stick around. Tommy, the place fit, empties. It's Tommy, nice. yeah, ten know. minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. You're talking about it went from fifty to sixty thousand people to it's about boom, twenty, like twenty thousand. Not even. I mean, and it not was, even that. The air probably just sucked dude, out of the done, stadium, right? Like, done. yeah, I'm with you, dude. It's it's a shame, but you know. All right, so Tommy, let's get into the news, man. Before we, uh, by the way, guys, yeah. we're gonna get to our. Our uh, saga going again today with uh, Atalanta Brescia uh, for episode nine. Tommy, we also got some incredible things coming up, man. Abagul. That's right. Finally getting onto the show, the City A-Holes. The show will never be the same. It okay. will not. It will not. That's Chris for sure. Chris Gabagul Matera will be here, and he will give us his segment of 
ask three, give three. Okay, and that's where he's going to ask us three questions. We're going to give him three questions. Chris is just a, an amazing guy, amazing talent. I've never met met him, actually, Tommy. But I, <laughs> but I watch his Instagram. My kids watch his Instagram, dude, and it's just phenomenal. It's really, really yeah, entertaining. Yeah, he's hysterical, man. He was, he was, he's definitely uh, – TikTok an- was made for people like him. We got a, we got a brilliant, brilliant Juventini coming up, uh, Aunt Fabry, uh, which is going to be uh, May 13th. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be got, sick that night. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm going to make it. Then anymore. we got Sean Kenny coming up, too. Sean Kenny's going to be coming on to the Sean's show awesome. as well, man. Um, and then, He's a resident in Abilitan. Right. We got, uh, we got my buddy Dusko from, uh, uh, from Vintage Keeper. He's going to be coming on to the show on June uh, 10th. And then, Tommy, we got Edson Buttle. It's awesome. Right? On June 3rd, Edson Buttle will be on to the show. He's going to tell us about when he played for the Ventuno, right? <laughs> And yeah. he looks, uh, he's on the bench and he looks across and there is Andrea Pirlo. Okay. Yeah. He's going to tell us that story. He's going to obviously talk to us about um, U.S. soccer and his thoughts. He's going to be talking about obviously uh, USL2 and the Westchester Flames and stuff. So very, very exciting now, things coming correct up. Correct me if I'm wrong. Edson went Project 40, right? He didn't go to college. He went to, uh, he went to uh, uh, JUCO in, uh, okay, okay, yeah. in Missouri. In Missouri. Okay, that's what it was. Yep. What, 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 I, I thought, can't remember I the school. Project 40. Maybe you can help me with that one, Tommy. It's one, it's one of the top JUCO schools in, this, in the country, in Missouri. What, what school is it? Missouri. It's in Missouri. I can't remember the name oh, of the school. Oh, I don't move. They, I they, they're, 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 they're right there with Monroe College. As you know, Monroe College is unbelievable as well. Yeah. Uh, for the JUCO. They, won, they just won the national championship. Um, but, yeah, so it's, we got exciting things coming up, and we're definitely looking forward to it. Um, but let's get back. Let's get to the news now, Tommy. So... There was actually players training today I'm in Italy. I know. I know. So Swallow was one of the first to <coughs> start it up. That's right. Um, Juve was out there. I saw Bonucci training. I think I saw yeah. Ramsey training. Um, the the thing that's crazy is that obviously Ronaldo finally had uh, come in private yeah, plane. The whole thing. I saw that. The other th- problem is is that he has to quarantine because he left. If you remember, Delit left, Iguain left, Ronaldo left. So when they come back. They got two they weeks, gotta, yeah. They got to do a quarantine. Dybala... I'm sure, I'm sure Ronaldo will be fit. Yeah. Dybala he, now... Maybe a couple stone over, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, Gabagool posted, uh, what, what do you think... What burger do you think Iguain would eat? Um, listen, Iguain is on his way to MLS. I mean, I'm, you know, it is what it is. If he can give us a couple more goals if we do start the season up again, I heard great. he might go back to River, man. We'll, we'll say. We'll say. But... Dybala tests again positive for uh, corona, uh, the coronavirus. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, his girlfriend said that that's not true. Yeah, so, so they're saying it was four times that he tested positive. Now, here's the other thing, that's too. That's crazy. That was, that was a little— he's too, He has got too much money here, to be tested here, positive. Here's the little, little, little caveat, okay? And this is all opinion, okay? Mm-hmm. It's all opinion, right? Okay, Christina, our lawyer, made sure that we, you know, we had a, and we're staying our opinion, right? Things that we've heard. Opinion. Opinion, opinion Christina. Right? Um, is that Ronaldo spilled the beans about— him being tested positive for the coronavirus so that he can stay in Portugal a little longer and then he didn't have to come back, you know, didn't have to come back right away. I don't know. Okay. Obviously these are these things that are just up. When I heard that he tested positive for the fourth time, I thought that was a joke. Yeah. um, To be honest with you. And Uh, his girlfriend quickly was like, that's not true. We haven't gone anywhere. But listen, in any capacity, and we talked about it before, that if these guys are out there at least just training, it's an incredible thing. And thank God that they're out there. Tommy, but there is also that part of me that's just like, is it just going to get shut down? You know what I mean? Is it just going to get to a point where— I mean, the thing came out today that them, Spain, 
England and Germany are planning on moving forward. Yeah. So, so listen, I think every single fanatic out there could care less at this point, okay? Could care less if there's fans for the rest of the season. Just put a game on TV. Just put a game on TV. Just put a game on TV. And if you were, if they were serious about that Champions League, Tommy, Tommy, it's a party. If they do the Champions League in one month, yeah, I, I oh, just dude, just go, ratings, do, do, do you're sleeping in my house. Like the, all right, we're we're gonna we're, like we're, gonna be, we're we're gonna do the city a hole show every night. Every night. Every night. We should. Unbelievable. Okay, because we need it. We need and it. We would do, and we would have to do the uh, uh, the other thing we talked about too. What's that? Oh, the oh yeah. Yeah, we can't say it out loud because we wanna we don't wanna give it away just yet. Yeah, people take because it. Because we yeah. don't have a name for it because we exactly. don't want to do any yeah, copyright we'll, we'll, don't worry. Christina. Yeah, we're already working. Yeah, we're, we don't want any copyright infringement. Yeah, we're work, so we're working on it, man. We got the team for that, but we got the team assembled. This way, I I put that out to a couple people. Yeah. And they all said that needs to come back and you guys need to do absolutely. it. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Hundred percent. That'll be something that will happen. But I, that'll actually get people excited about yeah. watching games because they'll be able to hear people. Yeah. I need, know? I need, I need something, man. Because I'll tell you right now, I was saying this today. If I did not have this, and I want to thank you for that, Tommy. If I did not have this podcast, dude, I <laughs> would be, mean, I would be up in Maine, okay, living like uh, Ron Swanson, okay. That's that's what I would be doing, dude. Can't do that. Can't yeah. live like that. So, but uh, so yeah. So what about this, Tommy? I saw this one. Man United looking at Chucky Luzano. What do you think of that? I mean, Gattuso listen, hates him, by the way. Yeah. I, <laughs> it kills me that he hates him because he's so talented. Yeah. Like, yeah. And. But not even that, Tommy. Remember we talked about with Milan, dude, and how what, what a profound oh, yeah, effect. Oh, you put him at Milan and he's a game No, no, no. What I'm saying is like a, what an effect it had in terms of like Brazilians coming through, right? You know what I'm saying? In Argentina. You know what I mean? Like now you had. Uh, Chucky Luzano, you know, a Mexican coming in and, you know, and, and now showing to the world that, you know, hey, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was a good thing to see. And it's an absolute freaking talent, this kid. Yeah. And, and, and you know what, man, there's some good Mexican players out there. And mm -hmm. they do a really good job in Liga Mex of developing individuals, Absolutely. young individuals. Absolutely. Um, the kid that's at Ajax is really good too. Yep. Uh, and his name is escaping me right now. I, I want, uh, I want, oh, it might be the Argentinian's name, but, um, you know, like there's some, and you like you said, you start a pipeline. Yeah. And and all of a sudden, like, you imagine getting the best young Mexican or or oh, Edson Alvarez. I was right. Um, you imagine getting one of the best young Mexicans every couple years. Yeah. Like, th there's some good Mexican players that have, you know, like guys that have had really good careers in Europe, and I think Chuki could have been the best of the bunch if they would have just. I mean, he still can. He's still so young. Yeah. Um, I don't want him to leave, but if it's for the sake of his career, yeah, he probably should. I'd rather, to be honest with you, what I'd rather see happen because I've heard this in the news too, is send him to Everton and get Moise Keane in return. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen that in the news, and it's not going away that there's some sort of swap in the works with Everton to get Moise Keane at Napoli. Yeah. Um, and if if we're not gonna get Balotelli, we can get the next Balotelli. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what about uh, uh, Merritt looking for a move as well, man? The goalkeeper. I mean, he's okay. I didn't try. I mean, because uh, he's I know good. He's, he's he's Italian, which Ospina, you know, Ospina is the is what Gattuso is high up on with Ospina. Yeah, and 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 I heard that he might be looking to leave. Like, listen, to be honest with you, goalkeeper has been a position that I believe could have upgraded for. Even when Pepe Reina was there, he was the, probably the best one. He was in. He was past it, right? right. Um. But he's probably the best guy they've had in years. Right. Um, because even when 
the three tenors were up front and we were flying. It was like Morgan DeSantis was in goal and he was like 40. Yeah. So like, you know. Um, well, age don't mean nothing. Huh? Age don't mean nothing for the goalkeeper. No, I know. And listen, he did a good job. I'm not saying it that way, but I'm saying. Dude, who was that goalkeeper? Goalkeeper's goal been a position they could have up upgraded for a long time. Who was that goalkeeper? Okay. he. I think he played for Parma. He was, he, was, he was kind of bald, had a little bit of hair on the side. This guy looked like he was 60 years old. Do you remember that guy for the city? I mean, Tafarel was like that, Not wasn't Tafarel, he? Tafarel, dude. It was a guy he played for Parma, and I can't remember his freaking name. It was, he, it was what years? It, it was, jeez. Uh, it was got to be, when was that around? It was probably around uh, maybe the early 2000s around there. Was it Sebastian Fry before he went to Fiorentina? It might have been Fry, dude, but I can't remember. I don't know. Did Fry play for? Because Fry, Fry came in after Buffon. Fry, but Fry played for uh, Fiorentina. Yeah, but he went from Parma when they went bankrupt. Parma, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was Fry. Maybe it was him. But uh, I mean, again, the age don't mean nothing. I mean, Dino's no, off. No, no, I know Zoff? that. I'm just saying in general, that's a position that yeah. they could have upgraded. And I don't think Dino's off played with gloves, dude. At one point. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and before Bern Leno went to Arsenal, they were talking about him going to Napoli, and that would have yeah. been a great. I think he's better than Ospina and Medit. Um, yeah. um, he's not yeah. quite what what uh, Manuel Neuer is, but he's a good shot stopper. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's he's good with his feet, which would have been great for for Italy. Yeah. Um, tactically, you sort of understand. He makes some bloopers, but he's better than than Medit and uh, Ospina for sure. So, um, and I and I like Ospina. I think he's better than. People think he is. I mean, the guy's played in the quarterfinal of a World Cup. He's yep. been successful in certain teams. He had a great run at Arsenal where they were like 20 games unbeaten when he played. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like he's a good goalkeeper. He's just, you know, like yours and my height. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ninja also in the news as well. It was his birthday the other day, but also Ninja. Oh, I love talking, that. I love that guy. Ninja was talking about, uh, <clears throat> of course, we're talking about Nangolin. Your brother was funny, yeah. dude. The other day I was like, uh, I'm like, yo, it's because it's, uh, by the way, Gabagool is done doing a lot of our Instagram and our uh, marketing now and stuff. So he's doing a phenomenal job with that. Uh, that post so like, was great. The oh, Ninja great. Turtle song. But no, but then I told him, I was like, yo, I'm like, yo, the Ninja, it's the Ninja's birthday. And he was like, what? He's like, who? And I'm like, dude, if you don't know who the freaking Ninja is, I'm like, you're, I'm kicking you off the show. He's like, yo, you just say the Ninja because you don't know how to spang, uh, spell uh, Nangolin. I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I don't know how to spell like freaking the simplest words. But um, anyway, so yeah, he, he was talking, he was asking, uh, Asked a question about you know Roma and uh, in regards to you know you know going back there and he said it's definitely <laughs> on his mind and somewhere he definitely wants to go back to. It just makes me think because I also posted something today about uh, Di Natale and Di Natale was it was in uh, Football Italia today and they were talking about um, you know his decision not to go to Juve and it was like right. I, I, this is where I wanted to be and I uh, you know I was I was happy and it was it was a great story but then he obviously talks about because he's good friends with Francesco Totti. And how mm-hmm. Totti drops his son off at the training ground in Rome. I saw that. And I saw that. He, he sits in his car, and how freaking disgrace that is. So if I'm the ninja right now, dude, if I'm if I'm uh, an Angolan dude, why are you thinking about even possibly going there? Why? If some kind yeah. of disgrace like that is going on, it's terrible. Terrible it to a legend like okay. that, man. And, and it got really bad that Totti said he uh, he opposed his kid playing for Lazio. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Wow. Can you imagine that? And and Nangolan said the same thing. He's like, yeah. Jesus Well, I mean, listen, Roma's in... Other than Fonseca, who's done a good job this year, like, they're a shambles, like, in terms of their hierarchy. So what else we got out there, Tommy? You had you talked about Pjanic, too. What's, what's Pjanic? Yeah, I heard that Pjanic might be going to Barca. Take him. Um, Take him. 
Take him. <laughs> I can't believe you don't like that guy. Take him. Um, Dude, listen. Here's the bottom line, okay? And we're going to talk about it today. All right? Mm-hmm. If Mazzone did not do what he did for Pirlo, are we talking about Pirlo in the same breath right now? Honestly. And this is my point with Pjanic. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you don't keep him into... Because now it's the roles reversed, right? Pjanic can't play what that Regista role was and what Pirlo was phenomenal at, right? When Pirlo was at Inter and they wanted him to play off the strikers, right? That's where Pjanic was successful at Roma. You talked about it. Remember? Yeah. Okay. And Leon. Right. And Leon. So that's the point. If he... If we're... If in Saudi's system, okay, and I don't even think he he didn't do that with the Allegri either, dude. Okay, mm-hmm. it, it was it, it, to me. I don't see what he did in Lyon and what he did at uh, Roma. It, it it just hasn't worked out, in my opinion. Right. Okay. Now call me crazy. All right. Call me whatever you want to call me. Okay. But that's my that's my opinion on it. I really just don't. I I, I never really was high up on the guy. I can't believe you don't like him. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's that's my opinion. It's, really. a, it's 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 totally allowed. Yeah, but I but listen, is I don't it, agree with it, but it's allowed. Is it, is it a done deal, or they were talking about it? No, they're just talking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's. I wouldn't get rid of that guy. I think he's really good. You think he's good, huh? I think he's really good. Would you have him at Napoli? Oh God, take <laughs> please. All right, so let's let, let's get into it, Tommy. So we uh, we got to continue our uh, our saga, and uh, this is the last one, Tommy, before the epic Napoli Juve one before the title fight, which we will not do until we uh, are out of quarantine. It's got to right. you know we got We got to make sure that we give uh, we got to give that. Uh, that that's got to get its proper uh, proper, proper uh, service. So what do you want to what do you want to start with, man? You want to start with Atalanta or Brescia? What do you want to start with? Uh, I think we start with Atalanta because I like Brescia's stuff more. So, <laughs> I, I, yeah, Bre- yeah. So, all right. So let's get into it, man. You want me to? You want me to get kind of started off with? Uh, yeah, let's do it. So, Atalanta uh, is in uh, the Lombardia region, right now. Correct. Obviously, prior to uh, the coronavirus, I <laughs> can almost assure you that nobody knew. Or, you know, unless you, you know, obviously knew the area, whatever it is, but right. uh, Lombardia is uh, where this basically pandemic took off. Started Besides China, it was, uh, it was just rampant. Um, and uh, this is in, uh, At- Atalanta is in uh, Bergamo. That's where uh, uh, the area is. Uh, you know, Atalanta was founded in 1907 um, and it was founded by Swiss students. Another, yeah. I mean, this. these are teams that are founded by I mean, students. hey, it's, it's, it's up north, you know. It's, it's, it's oh, going to be go. another country. Here They're not go. Italian. Here we go. Here we go. So, <laughs> the, so, Atalanta's, in terms of their history, man, it's, it's, it's based in that region <laughs> and having this rivalry with Brescia, okay? That's right. We can't go any further, okay, with, with, with the discussion of Atalanta, Atalanta and uh, Brescia without talking about um, Derby days, okay? And yeah. just an absolute phenomenal documentary. To say right, that was a phenomenal documentary. This is another one that you just got. You guys got to watch. It was an unbelievable documentary to watch. Those guys do a phenomenal job there, and they just really break down this whole uh, rivalry and 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 how it all kind of started. But uh, La Dea is 
the nickname for uh, Atalanta, which is the goddess. So if you if you look mm-hmm. at the badge for Atalanta, it's got this 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 uh, <coughs> it looks like a woman right in there with the That's long right. hair. And the Greek myth is that she was uh, this phenomenal athlete, and she would challenge people to race. Mm-hmm. It, you know, if you can beat me or or, or right. whatever. So that's that's what they're it's uh, it's uh, based on. Now, something that me and Tommy uh, absolutely would love. By, by the way, in terms of the ge- geography of uh, the Lombardia uh, Lombardia uh, uh, region, there it's <clears throat> it's the richest in Italy. Okay. That's right. So that's, that's where right. all like the resources in terms of, um, right. you know, the they they do uh, steel there and the construction yep. workers and all the construction that stuff. the construction business is huge. It's, there. it's huge there, and uh, that's where this is all taking place. So you have all in this region. You have Milan. You have Brescia. You have Bergamo. You have uh, Lake Cuomo, which Lake Cuomo is where a lot of the Hollywood celebrities have houses, and it's a beautiful right. area. Uh, this is where the Icardis live, by the way, Tommy, too. This is where they're all chilling right now. Uh, Good. And, keep them uh, up there. On Lake Cuomo. Um, so it's a very, very prestigious area. Okay? And the the thing is that what's very, very interesting, okay, and this is something that me and Tommy uh, love about Atalanta, is Atalanta's youth system. Their youth system, okay? Now, pr- if – Prior to, you know, the, the documentary and doing this history or whatever it is, mm-hmm. when me, and I know, Tommy, you can agree with this, when I was uh, becoming a coach for the first time and, and now, you know, you didn't really have many YouTube videos, like it got, the people out there now, you don't realize what you got. You have no idea, okay? Yeah. You have, you know, even my father is like with mechanics, he's like, I can go on YouTube and people would teach me how to, you know, like fix a car. I had to open up a book <laughs> and like actually read like... But you have so many uh, things now. So many tools, man. But when I first had started, there was these videos. I think it was called Reedswan. Do you remember those videos? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And whenever I would get anything from Italy, they all were in black and blue, and they were all from the Atalanta youth system because their youth system – is one of the is is the best in Italy. It's the best in Italy, and it's the top six in the in Europe. Is is Atalanta now? That's right. Uh, God rest his soul, Giorgio Canaglia, he used to talk about that all the time. Whenever you would mm-hmm. mention Atalanta, you would talk about their youth system, right? That's right. So they have 17 national titles, 17 yeah. national titles for their for their youth system. And, um, and it would have been 18 this year, by the way. If you look up the, right. the standings, they were blowing everybody out of the water. 2014, 25 former youth players in top five Euro leagues, okay? That's what, that's what this— uh, That's incredible. Uh, insane. Think yeah. about that. Think about that. So all, you know, when you're talking about these coaches and stuff and saying, oh, you know, I got my UEFA, whatever. if they're from Atalanta, yeah. if they're from that youth system. They know how to develop players. They know how to develop players. Okay. That's right. So just to give a backstory too of kind of where, uh, you know, the players that have, uh, you know, come from that area and Shadea, Shadea, mm-hmm. okay, started in that youth system. You think he yeah. was good? <laughs> yeah right. Remember we, we we picked the top five. Yeah, no doubt. That's all time no defenders. For me. You got Shereya there. Okay, Pipo and Zagi Donadoni. Right, mm-hmm. they all started in, in with the. They were okay. They were okay. Um, so at the lot now, Casano played was started there also. By the way, Casano started there. Right um, th- now, let's fast forward. Obviously, because basically their history is is pretty broken down. They have a 1963 Coppa Italia title. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what that's uh 
they go back and forth from city a b city a city a yep. you know it's it's just back and back and forth with that um the 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 thing about them is now what they're what they are what the team they become now it's it's absolutely amazing the other thing too about that's what's interesting with uh with atalanta is if you look at like Milan or you look at um, uh, you know Lazio or whatever, they have other sports that they're in their in their clubs. Atalanta mm-hmm. is just calcio. That's it. Right. Right. Or Bergamasco calcio. Right. Right. Yep. So, but let's talk to them. How far back does that go? Jeez, I, it starts when they first started the club. It was right. just calcio. So that's like this is one of the few clubs, guys. This is where I was going with this. That really hasn't changed their name much. Like we've seen in all the other episodes, there's been, you know, uh, people going under, people changing their name, mergers, this, that, the other. This club has been one thing since 1907 for the most part, right? There's okay. been, there's not right. been anything else. That's where I was trying to go with that. Sorry, right, I didn't, right, I didn't right. do a good job of segueing. No, no, um, that's no, that's perfect. But, it, you know, the other thing too is that, and they showed this on the uh, documentary, dude, that was just absolutely phenomenal to me. It was incredible. Besides the... Casoncelli, which we'll talk about that, which, right, right. is the pasta dish. But if you're born in Atalanta, in the hospital, okay, they give the parents an Atalanta kit for That's the right. baby. You That's get right. this, like, starter kit of your life, dude. Like, listen, this is what you're doing, period. That's right. Because you're, you're not allowed to be a Brescia fan. It's amazing. And remember, Tommy, remember when They'd I talked— They'd rather you be a Milan fan than be a Brescia Remember, fan. remember, all the uh, City A-Holes fans out there, okay? Remember, there was an episode that me and Tommy did about the U.S. Uh, Development Academy, okay? Mm-hmm. And I told everybody, everywhere else is Cheerios. This is what you get, and that's it. That's it. This is the life you're living. And that's—I right. mean, to us, it's phenomenal. Can, I, can you imagine— when I I can only think about it. When I had my two, when my wife had the two boys, and they're like, "Here's your Juve kit. <laughs> Here's what you're going to be." In st- I mean, it's incredible to think that, dude. It really is. Yeah. And that's what and that's what they uh, and that's what they do in the in that in that in that region, man. It's just unbelievable, unbelievable. Players that have played there, we went over that. Shirea, Donadoni, uh, uh, Lippi coached there. Gasparini, Del Neri. Um, those are Brandelli, Guidoline. Guidoline. Guidoline's been everywhere, dude. Wasn't that Udinese? Yeah. Was he at Udinese? I think he was at Udinese, right? Conte was there for a little while, too, wasn't he? Cristiano Doni, dude. Remember Doni? Mm-hmm. Right? And then Beppe Signori was there. Um, yeah. You know, so just a, it, it's a, it's an incredible, incredible... Uh, uh, and the man that's there now is doing an amazing job. So let's talk about them now, Tommy, okay? Let's really get dive into what this team has become. It's... Abs- we've talked about it on the show a million times. They're an absolute breath of fresh air. Gasparini's oh my been God. doing a so phenomenal job. So much fun uh, so to watch. It, it just the, the attacking <clears throat> prowess of this team and, and just not giving in. And the last, you know, it's it's it seems like it was years ago when we saw this last game, Tommy, when they – it was Valencia, correct? Yeah, so in so Spain. In Spain. And it was just don't let your foot off the gas. It was amazing. It, it was ridiculous. I mean, who scores four goals away in a Champions League? Dude, it, <laughs> and they don't stop. And the other thing, too, is how many times they've scored four or five goals this season. Yeah. I mean, that's something that we definitely got, you know, with the, in terms of the Oh, stats. no, there was a stat. They've scored, like, seven goals some three or four times. It's 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 unbelievable. The 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 uh, And actually, I think we posted that, man. I think we, we did. when we first started off, we started posting uh, what— 
Because again, everybody's jumping on this Atalanta uh, bandwagon. And, you know, when I, when this happened, okay, and I knew about the, you know, I was watching the documentary, we knew about the area, knew obviously with the history with the, you know, Atalanta and then Brescia, obviously Baggio being there. And I saw the Lombardia area getting, uh, you know, hit with this, uh, with this virus. I'm like, oh my God, you know, that was, it was mm-hmm. like, well, this is, it's, it, you just right away, you were like, oh my God, that's an area that is right. just, it's it's a stomping ground for just. By the way, guys, passion. just so we're clear, and again, the the league is obviously not nothing's over. They've scored 123 goals this year already. Yeah, 70 of them in Serie A. Yep. <laughs> 70 goals in Serie A, dude. <clears throat> yeah, that's with nine insane. games left. We got. You with know, what we got to do. Left. What did Milan do at that point? That's the. Well, that's one thing we could have to look at. What did yeah. Milan score at that one point? But and so, they're averaging they're averaging 2.8 goals a game. Yeah. And uh, on only 55% possession, yeah. So they got and they uh, averaged 20 shots a game, yeah. That's insane. The 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 Ilitic has been absolutely phenomenal. Gomez, yeah. Gomez has been amazing. You see, Gomez has shaved his head, bald dude, yeah. That's and, all- um, uh, Zapata as well, cooled yeah, off Zubon a bit. Zapata, that's what I mean, yeah. Cool, uh, cool, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, right. Z- uh, uh, Zapata's cooled off a bit, he's yeah. cooled off a bit. I mean, he's he the was- second leading scorer still. But it, what, it, what I'm saying is the way he started the season. I mean, oh he my was God. Dude, he's, fire he's in the se- in start of the yeah. season. Muriel's had a resurgence there, too, the other Colombian. Muriel, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, just all in all, just a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, uh, team and squad of what they've done this uh, – this, um, this, uh, and, and, and it sucks, too, because what could have been? You know what I mean? Like, it would have been – what, what mean, they would have done in Champions Because you know in Champions League would have been amazing. Illich is just pushing for player of the year in Serie A, isn't he? He really is. I mean, Immobile would probably get it because he's crushing it in goals, but right. Ilicic has is, been very, very good, hasn't he? Like, yeah. Right. So, all right, so let's uh, let's hop into Brescia, dude, because obviously they're, they're, they're two of the, you know. It's, well, quick quick one for uh, Atalanta, though. So they've got three retired numbers, and only one of them is for a former player. Right? That? So that's pretty cool. Who's that? It's for Federico Pisani, who, and it was... It wasn't really about how great he was. It was more like, you know, posthumous. Right. Um, so number 80 is retired for Elio Corbani, who's a, a radio journalist in the area. Yep. A- and number 12 is retired for the Pisani Curva fans. Right. Because obviously they're, they're um, oh my God, their fans are like... Their ultras are renowned in Italy, aren't so that, they? So right. Atalanta, if you want to talk about their ultras, you got... Uh, yeah, before we went to Brescia, I just wanted to make sure I added Bo- that in. Well, like the ultras are... They're, and, they're, and there's one guy. His name's uh, Boccia, right? Which right. Which, which, they, which, they, which means the kid, right? And he's he's not admired just by Atalanta fans. He's admired in the entire country because of the Correct. amount of power that he has. So Correct. when you have somebody that, that has that kind of power and that kind of stronghold on starting a revolt or whatever the hell it is right mm-hmm. you have the administrate you know you have the hierarchy you know they they don't like this guy you know what i mean so anything he does because he's he's been banned from the stadium for five years correct and then what the things that he did was not anything that was like that should no i mean there's opposing fans that that protest for him right it's amazing yeah he put but the thing is they they put uh uh they put uh abuse one thing i do have to say is and they, they mentioned this in the in the documentary is they have a strong community bond, right? They have the 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 fan base there raises money for homeless and the earthquake fund, right? When that happened and the you know drug addiction and 
It's mm-hmm. really, really, really inspiring of what the what the the fans do. Um, but this guy Butcher, dude, is it's it's, it's Howie Rivera. He's amazing. He's it's an amazing. Ult- he's an ultra dude, and he's looked yeah. at. The the guy says in the in the documentary, he's like, if Roma have Totti, this is literally what he said. If Roma have Totti, Atalanta yep. have Boccia. Well, they have they have churches with his face yeah. in the crucifix. This is not a joke. Yeah, like, and people think that like that's a joke. Like in Italy, they take church pretty seriously. Oh yeah. So, you know, to have that guy's face over Jesus it's, is it's incredible, unbelievable. Yeah. But so and uh, go and going back to their youth system, like you said, they're ranked sixth in the world. And by the way, that's ahead of every team in the Premier League. Yep. And every team in the Bundesliga. Yep. So they're only behind Real Madrid, Barcelona, and three of the Liga Un teams. In I'm, France. I'm telling that's you. That's it. And everybody knows what I'm talking about. If you got those DVDs back, I'm talking about maybe 15, 20 years ago, right? Well, you yeah, got tw- them. You're talking 20, 25 years. Right. So, so if you, yeah, <laughs> if you got, and again, remember we're talking about like VHS or, you know, then yeah, just to start a DVD. Right. I'm telling if you looked in the back, it said Atalanta, BC. Right? right, and that's what, and it, all these players were f- from there, and they that's were doing right. basic little training things. But that's where that's where this uh, yeah, this is the, all sparked. We can't say we could not say enough about this youth academy and do it justice. No, like no, you just can't. Even if and guys, if you if you just look up the amount of trophies that the club has, yeah, the majority of them is youth, youth, competitions youth, youth competitions because they've won everything, everything. in the youth competitions. Yeah. I mean. It's unbelievable to think, and and you look at the, the the youth players they have out on loan right now, yep. and they're full of the Ventunos, the yep. under twenties, the under nineteens too. Yep. It's it's incredible. It really is. All right, so Tommy, let's get into uh, Brescia now. So let's Brescia, get into Brescia, yeah, Brescia again, same area, Lombardia area, the the Leonese, right? Mm-hmm. The Lions um, started in nineteen eleven. Um, the Lionesses, no? The Lionesses, right? Yeah, and they started in uh, two, 19, nineteen. Two uh, female badges. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. A rivalry with two female badges. Right, right. 1911 where they started. Now, listen, Brescia, that B, it might as well stand for City of B because, by the way, and that's, that's not right. disrespectful. No, okay? no, it's not. You're right. It's- they have spent the the majority, the majority of their uh, the existence in the City of B. And, in fact, out of every city, out, uh, every Italian team, they, spent, they have spent the longest time in City of that's B. That's right. Is Brescia, Okay. And obviously this year they're they're back in City of B. Yeah, they will be next um, year, won't they? Sixty one years in total, right? Right, right, right. So um and, and again, Brescia is is similar to um, you know, basically uh Atalanta, not much uh you know, the success has basically been, you know, winning the City of B and right. um and obviously we'll get into when they were successful and I think uh, you know, everybody knows why they were successful. It was a certain player that was there. But one thing that was interesting, and this obviously happened, uh, it's 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 um, uh, unique that we're talking about it now. And you know, everybody knows about uh, the Torino uh, uh, crash and the Supegra, and that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, that happened uh, the other day, right, Tommy? It was uh, yeah, it was two days ago. Two wasn't days it? ago. Yep. And oh no, yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Um, and and just a horrific, horrific uh, thing that happened. And. And uh, you know all everybody on that Grande Torino team, um, and what could have been, um, and that was it's really know, sad. Everybody, everybody perished in that uh, in that crash. Their their um, uh, stadio is is called the Stadio Mario Rigamonti, right? And he's one of the players. He was born in uh, Brescia. He's Bresciano, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they named the stadium after him, which is really it was really a cool thing, man. You know the respect that they show for him and. 
um, and, you know, a player that, uh, you know, was born in the area, you know. So um, the V across their, uh, their jersey, Tommy, right? Yeah. So they have that V. Which is uh, how do you say uh, vu is how you say it. virtus virtus right is when they is is why they have that V across their uh, iconic jerseys right which I can't wait until they have that uh, we have the battle of the uh, kits uh, <coughs> the retro one because we're definitely going to be using that uh, the two thousand to two thousand four jersey without question mm. um, that's reason, right and the reason for that okay is everybody knows okay um, in two thousand something that was just shocking to everybody. Roberto Baggio signs for Brescia, okay, yep. and everything, and it was known as Baggio's Brescia. Um, that during that time was probably their most successful time. Um, they finished as high as seventh. Um, they, uh, Tommy, he played there for four years, and they yep. retired his jersey. It's unbelievable. They retired well, number listen, ten. If he played at one game at Napoli, I would have retired his jersey right, too. Right. So um, <laughs> we got to go back to this too, Tommy. When Remember when Parma went bankrupt, right? They get they got placed. Uh, Brescia got placed in City of B. That's right? right. Because they were they were relegated to Liga Pro, but because Parma got bankrupt, they were able Correct. to move up into. Uh, I, I don't know. Do you have the year for? Do you remember the year of that man? What it was? Oh, t- was it two thousand? Oh, they dropped. Oh, two thousand ten. No, no, no. Two thousand ten. Yeah. Was that when it what what happened? No, 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 no. Uh, it, was, it was Parma when Parma went bankrupt. It was yeah, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. No, no, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. Was when Parma got went bankrupt. No, sorry. 2014, 2015. 2020, 2010, 2011, they went to City of Bay. Yeah. 2014, 15, they went to Lega right. Pro. Right. Right. So that was uh, that was interesting too, man, because we know we brought up the Parma uh, story and and uh, how they had that bankruptcy and it was pretty mm-hmm. it was pretty crazy that. But again, these are how these teams get lucky and they get to come up and whatever. Yep. Remember Fiorentina just because of their history, they were able to come up and, and right. when they went. Uh, so he retires, right? Baggio retires in 2002, 2010 and eleven. <clears throat> they go right down the city of B. They get relegated, right? right? During that time, obviously, with Baggio there, it was Mazzoni, it was Pirlo, it was Luca Toni, it was mm-hmm. Guardiola. It was just a complete and utter just breath of fresh air for all those uh, Brescia fans. Um, and just unbelievable how, um, you know, you have this legend playing there. And he is it, – it's, 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 it's an amazing thing to think about because – and I talked about this before. I thought that Baggio's – time there um was his best i thought it yeah, was i agree where, i thought he was, I thought he, was he played you know played free and Mazzoni, you could tell uh was someone that wanted players to kind of express themselves out there remember inter screwed up on pirlo they put him behind the uh, two forwards he's oh, playing almost as a, a 10 and uh they put uh they put pirlo um in uh in that regista role and now he can, you know, he can progress up the field gradually and take, you know, take his kind of take of his time and, and get more time on the ball. And obviously, you saw that uh, that's uh, that the, the, the legend began after that, basically, right? Because now, because Pirlo was born in Brescia, he's Bresciano, and they actually right. have, they have a name after him in uh, in uh, Brescia, dude. It's uh, they have a drink. They have a drink. Right? Yeah, they have a they have a they have a drink named after him. Absolutely. So um, the other thing too is they had. They had Haji play there. Remember Haji, the legend from uh, Romania. So yes, that's I when do. Haji was th- Haji was there. It was like around the nineties, dude. They were they were successful. I don't know if they were as as successful as they were with uh, when Baja was there. But those were really those kind of years that you would think about 
in the city of that success is when the mm-hmm. obviously in the in the 90s when they when they had Haji there and then they had uh, in the 2000 2004 um, when um, when Bajo began there as well. So, By the way, uh, how good was Haji? Unbelievable. Remember that goal he scored in '94 World Cup? Man, oh that my foot? God! He was what well, nickname was uh, Maradona of the Carpathians. Right. Yep. That's exactly where the name. I can't believe really remember that too. That's that's absolutely. Dude, Campelismo. Campelismo. Yeah. So that's basically each each region right. each region. That's right. Has has a bell tower for it. Yeah. They yeah, both turn, right. they have that's a bell right. tower in each region in in, in each uh, town and they and basically. That's the pride of the town. That's the pride of the that's city. That's correct. It tells people when to go to church and when to go to work or whatever. That's correct. So that's what they call that as their uh, as their rivalry. They haven't had one since this this documentary had come out. It was like 14 years because what happens is Atlanta will go up, Brescia will come down, Brescia basically. That's right. And Brescia spends most of their time in City of Bay. So. City of Bay, so they don't really have that uh, you know that that rivalry uh, going on too much. Um, but uh, it's it's a it's a heated heated rivalry, which is just crazy because of how close they are. But then mm-hmm. you hear the fans talking, and they're like, "Our dialect is different." You know what I mean? We're, you know, we, uh, you know, they say things differently. We say things this way. It's it's really amazing how these they live so close in tight quarters, and they. And if you look, if you it, what's great thing too is and they mentioned this in a documentary is that like. Everybody that looks at them looks at them as how similar they are. Yep. But when you ask them, they're like, no, no, it's different. Everything's different. Right. It's different. We're different. Yeah. So you had – so, again, so the, the, the rivalry was – is is an incredible thing with the ultras. And, um, you know, they actually didn't get to have a full-out derby this past one because – if correct me if I'm wrong, Tommy. They – was it the Brescia fans that were not – Allowed the to Atalanta fans didn't. Atalanta fans travel, were not, right? didn't travel, right? Because yes. of, because of Bocha, because he That's was right, right. Um, so that it's it's tough to. And, and again, even the Brescia fans were like, "This isn't a derby we, without them." And but we they talked were about in, that. Su- they were in support. Right. Of the protest. And we talked about that. Remember, that's the thing that I said before. Like, that's the respect. Like, there's a hated rivalry, but there's that respect. Like, remember of Lazio course. had that with Roma where it's like mm-hmm. Lazio's didn't didn't want – they just wanted you to cheer for Lazio. Don't say anything against Roma. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. They have that understanding. That, that And Inter and Milan had that situation as well where, um, you know, if you're not going to do your TIFO, we're not going to do ours because it's not going to be – That's right. Um, so when we talk about derbies, Tommy, okay – and rivalries, okay? Mm-hmm. I've this is the most intriguing thing to me because as everybody knows, I always che- I always have to segue into food. All right? That's right. When I watched this documentary as phenomenal as it was, mm-hmm. the thing that I left was is I was like they fight over a pasta dish. That's right. The pasta dish is ca- uh cassoncelli, right? Mm-hmm. Which have you had that before? I've not had it. I haven't it's a had northern it dish. I haven't had it. It's oh, like, okay. and I'm not being funny when I say that. Yeah. Like, I don't typically, when I eat Italian food, I typically eat it. It's more southern cuisine right. when I eat it, right? Well, because listen. those are the people that I grew up with, and that's my family, and that's also my girlfriend's family is is you know Sicilian Napolitan. Right. So like, right. there's not a lot of northern dishes being thrown around. Um, and even if you look at in our area, like the 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 New York you know tribe, yeah. the, the tri-state area, yeah. It's, it's not predominantly northern Italians, right? No, like no. you go to an Italian restaurant and they think it, and, and and any we call them Americans, don't we? Yeah. Any any like American will be like, oh yeah, just Italian food. It's all it's all tomato sauce and like 
Yeah, that's not the north. Like so, yeah. and I'm not saying that to be rude. I'm saying like I don't typically eat those dishes. I'm actually not hating on them right now. Yeah. If you can believe that, guys. Also, give. A, I'm just going to give you guys advice out there. If you go to an Italian restaurant, okay, and the waitress, you know, comes over and says our special is gnocchis and manicotti, get up and walk <laughs> get up out. And walk out. Get up right. and walk out. Okay, because yeah. if they don't learn how to say gnocchi, all right, and manicotti, uh, uh, manicotti. All right, then just get the hell out of there. All right, yeah. but anyway, Tommy. So this was phenomenal to me. I cannot. Yeah, believe I've not it. had it before. Have you had it? Never had it. Okay, it sounds great. But I'm gonna. T- I want you to vote. All right, and I mean we're gonna piss some people off. Right, which sounds better. So in Bergamo, okay, it's yep. butter, sage, lots of cheese, and pancetta. pancetta. Now underlying pancetta, right? In Brescia, no pancetta. That's right. It's unacceptable. That's right. It's just sage and melted butter. And right? cheese, right? Yeah. And, it, and, and that's the castoncelli. So the castoncelli is the actual pasta. Right. It almost looks like a a, 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 a folded like uh, ravioli, right? Yeah. That's what it kind of looks like, right? Like, so, uh, like a pierogi. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so what – so to me, pancetta, I put pancetta on anything. I love pancetta. Yeah, yeah so I, I like think pancetta. I'm, I think I'm atalanta with this one, dude. I don't – you know why? Because if you're putting on like – Proper Parmesan, it's already salty. So to add pancetta, it could overpower the dish. Dude, that's a good point. But I don't know, man. No, I'm with you. I love pancetta. The thing oh, is, a lot of things. Yeah, Sorry. but, but um, the thing is, is that the. But you're right though. With the sage and just the melted butter, and then you put a little Parmesan in there, dude. That might just be. Uh, that might have to spot. It might just well. be enough. Sometimes less is more, right? Um, nah, I'm going with the pancetta. Come on, uh, pancetta. Go, I'm gonna go with Brescia. We'll, All we right, so you go to Brescia. See what people want to vote. Yeah, we should. We should without question. And the other thing too is, you know, I, we gotta have it. So I, I'm gonna, you know, what I'm gonna I'll, do. I'll I'm gonna do my due diligence. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna check it out, and I'm gonna see who serves this dish, either style, right? And I'm going to taste each one, and I'm going to say, you know what, that was a better one. But I'm going to be honest with you, man, the pancetta one is definitely something that I'm like, hmm. No, it sounds very interesting. I'm just thinking it could be too much salt. Yeah. Like. So, all right, Tommy. So what else you got? Anything else with those uh, those two squads, man? I think Brescia for me is very interesting because although they've spent a lot of time in City of B, um, there seems to be a lot of good players that come out of that, that town. They might not always play for Brescia. Right, like um, obviously Pirlo did. Tonali right now is the hottest young prospect, without question. Yeah, in Italy, um, and one of them in Europe and in the world. Tommy, Um, Tommy, Tommy, fifty euro for this guy? Are they out of their freaking mind? There, I I was having a conversation with a buddy. Who the freak is not buying this guy for fifty euro, dude? I mean, that's fifty million for him is is nothing. That's nothing. yeah, the, these guys that are going, you know what's going to end up happening? These the, the owners that are going into Newcastle are going to be like, are you out of your mind? Yeah, yeah. I'll we'll throw that you, around all day long. Yeah, we'll give you 51 just to get Yeah, just to be, yeah. yeah. A 50 yeah. million price tag on them and Milan scratching their head? Yeah, they're morons. Like, I mean, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he, that is, it would cost 80 for Zaniolo. Yeah. Right? Like, And he's coming off an ACL. I mean, Dude, listen, to me, in this day and age, okay, Tonali is worth 100 to me. Yeah, he's worth close to it. If he's not 100, he's worth close to it, right? Okay, I, know, I even said Chiesa was there because the thing with Chiesa is I told you as a utility player. Yeah. That was my point. Tonali's maybe he, a little bit more. Less, I think Tonali is, I think Tonali, and Totti said it as well. 
I think Tonali's got a chance to be one of the best. I don't want to say he's got a chance to be the best player in the world. He's got a big chance to be one of the best players in the world, yeah. though. I mean, he is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like it's like watching Pirlo with an engine. Yeah. Right. Like, and and I say that with all due respect. But not only that, like a physicality. Well, he's a bigger. He's a bigger boy. He's bigger than Pirlo too. He's bigger. He's more athletic. Yep. I mean, and he can he can roll, man. Like he can play. It's 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 scary. So out of the three, would you say Zaniolo is the one that's probably on the cheaper than? No, I think Kiz is the cheapest of the three. To be honest, would you? But here's the yeah. But here's why I disagree with that, man. Because you have no idea what it's going to be like with that knee injury coming back. I still. That's think, where his price, I think, is. But he's also the one out of the three that's played at the highest level. He's the one out of the three and that he's also was going to well in the Champions League. But he's I but mean, as you know, a goal scorers, right? Because he's the best goal scorer out of the, obviously the three. That's he's that's, a goal scoring midfielder though, man. Like he's. But I'm saying he could score more goals than Kiaz in, in Tonali, obviously. And, and I think he's got the potential. I don't. Again, he's not. You know what? You know what this. You know what this is just making. He's got me, a higher ceiling than Kiaz to me. This is pissing me off so much because of what we could have saw in the Euros. Yeah, you know but, what I'm saying? But we could see it next year now because he's he's not going to be injured. I, I I know that I know that, but I'm saying like now like you could we weren't gonna see Verratti and Zona and uh, uh, and Tonali and Chiesa like we weren't gonna see that and it was it's just but yeah you're right obviously next year was Zan- it helps Zaniolo like definitely know. I mean yeah he's he's happy with and that. that helps Italy because Zaniolo's so the players at Brescia Haji to- uh, Luca Toni Pirlo Pep uh, Tonali's obviously there Balotelli was there Hampsick started there dude yep. Uh, Adair, remember Adair? Yeah. He scored that Bajo goal in the Euro, dude. Remember that? Was and, it the Euro? Uh, yeah, the Euro, yeah. yeah uh, Biagio uh, was there. Yeah. Right? A young kid now in the back. Chistana is a good young defender Chistana, that everybody out, likes. Out the belly, out the belly, if anybody forget, right? Out the belly is the kid that uh, scored um, the third goal in the, the 82 World Cup. That, that's, that was out the, the belly. Final. And everybody obviously remembers. He uh, came on for Graziani, right? He was the guy yeah, that came on for tar- Graziani tar- in the in the in the Poland game and the uh, and in the final. Yeah, yeah, and the greatest celebration of all time, Tardelli. Yeah, it was Tardelli. Tardelli goal, celebration. Yeah. That was that was um, right there up to Grosso. Yeah, so Brescia is a club that, although they've been in Serie A for longer than any other team in Italy, right? <clears throat> um, they've produced, and the region has produced, like like you said before, the Barese brothers grew up in Brescia. They never played for Brescia, but. Right. Um, that's another one Inter got wrong, isn't it? Um, yeah. They just they just get Brescia players wrong, so maybe Tonali shouldn't go there because maybe they'll screw that up too. So the, um, what's funny is the is the kid that does the uh, Copa ninety there. Uh, I think his name's Ellie, right? He mm-hmm. uh, they, he's asking a guy from uh, Brescia, and he's like, you know, you guys had uh, the Brezzi brothers. He's like, you guys are developed because they were talking about how like their construction, they're building. You guys are building Milan, and you're also building soccer players that's here, right. and like. You know what I'm saying, like, right. but they're not getting, they're not reaping the benefits of what the Milan mm-hmm. gets and Inter gets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Russia's in, you know, City right. B, and and it's it's brutal. But um, you know, again, Atalanta and Brescia were ones that we put down that were going to be like, all right, there's not crazy history there, but it's just they're a fascinating story. Obviously, the, the rivalry, rivalry is very fascinating. Right? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. They're I mean, talking we, about and the, you're talking about two towns that are, it's like. Being next to each other, it's, and dude, it's, Stratford, so it's Stratford and Bridgeport, dude. Right, yeah, I mean, and you're saying you're so different when you're really not. Yeah, um, yeah. and they, the 
to to read about it and then to watch documentaries and to see it is really cool. Yep. Because if you go in from one town, it's like it's like crossing a country border, going from one town to the next. The way they support the teams, the yep. way they live, um, and the way they talk about it. Like they even think that they speak differently. Well, but when you speak, if if you listen to them talk, it sounds exactly the same. Yep. So. Yep. yep. But uh, all right, so Tommy, that's the uh, dude. It's it's we got one more man. The saga just you know this was Tommy's mm-hmm. idea to come up with these uh, the history of each club. We wanted to be a little bit more laid back tonight because obviously, you know we got uh, you know uh, a very interesting uh, show coming up. This Gabagool uh, Matera comes up. It was a funny story. I I say to Tommy, I'm like. Uh, um, you know, hey, did you have did you have a nickname for your brother like growing up? Did you you know you call him, he goes yeah asshole, and I'm like oh okay, but you know I, that's an a, that's a given coming out to the yeah, show, when you're, you know whatever. So then you know we were like oh you know what we let's, let's do Gabagool. We'll call him Gabagool. And yeah, I think that's a great name. He loves it. He smiled when I told him. Right, right, right. So that's a, that's going to be a good one. So yeah, that's coming up uh, this Thursday. Uh, don't miss out. Uh, we'll get that show out as as soon as possible. Obviously, get this one out as well. Um, but uh, you know, and then def- the eight holes, uh, we start giving transfer advice to all the clubs in Syria. Now we're going to start doing we? the transfer advice, and we're going to start doing that and, and going from there. So we got a lot of fun, and you know, stuff we're going gonna on. We're going to help your club get better, guys. We're going to help everybody's club get better, and and maybe we'll get a job offer out of it. Tommy, I think we should start with Milan, dude. That's you know what, Milan. Milan's like a month work, month yeah, of work. Yeah, I mean though. that might be three shows in itself, like you know, <laughs> fifty mil, fifty mil. Why are you not getting this guy? Tell whoever you got to sell to get that guy. Dude, I mean, what are you doing? I mean, are, are, we, are we? What is going on, Tommy? Are we crazy? And what's Napoli not doing going to get that guy? I mean, we've got 50 million. I'm not even. Here's the thing, too. Like, I don't want him. And, and people are going to say that I'm crazy, right? I don't I know want why him. you don't want him. Yeah, I know. Why. I don't want him at Juve because, first of all, what's going to end up happening is. You got 9,000 midfielders. We have 9,000 midfielders. He's not going to freaking play. Because mm-hmm. Saudi wants a certain kind, which he's stupid for, because the kid is a regista right there. He's there. He's your regista, dude. I mean, what the freak? You got to go and try to, you know, hide Georgie. They were, remember that joke they were making about Saudi putting Jorginho in his suitcase when he came over to uh, to, Chelsea, <laughs> to Chelsea, and then he was going to do the same thing with you, guy. Right? You know what I mean? Like he's right there, man. I don't get people. I don't get it. And if, I understand. If Jorginho goes to Juve, though. He's never going to be – he won't be able to go play the away game in Napoli. But, but Tommy, this, kill him in but this is what I'm saying about these English teams and stuff, dude. They're going to take players like this. It's going to happen. I, I think he'll stay in Italy. I hope, man. I really the only do. Place, the only place, honestly, that he could go that isn't in Italy that I would love to see him play, and it's going to sound terrible for me to say this, but can you imagine him – Frankie De Jong and Arthur in the same midfield. Jeez, I mean, how fun would that be to watch? Like, well, as from a purist of the game, dude, they to might get Tonali behind De Jong and Arthur. Dude, they might get Delit de over there too, man. <laughs> no, de but lit. I mean, just those. But think about that midfield three for a second. Just think about it for a second. I don't need to think about it. You wouldn't. Okay? You wouldn't. They would never lose the ball. They'd I don't want them. I don't want them off the boot. Stay on the boot. I don't either. But that would be the one place where, as a purist football fan, you would go like this. Hmm. It's, they it's, would have three midfielders for the next ten years and never have. Touched. It's just ridiculous, man. It really, really is. But there's a lot of stuff that's going to be, you know, coming up in the next couple of weeks. Obviously, with mm-hmm. them doing the, with the training now and stuff, and you know, um, but we'll we'll end the show on this, man, for sure. Is you know, obviously everybody that's you know out there dealing with this, you know, continuing all the first responders. Thank you all. 
for everything that you've done and and I stay stay positive. There's light at the end of the tunnel. There's, al there's always going to be light at the end of the tunnel. Things are sure. starting to get a little bit better. Yeah. Um, Try not to watch the news too much because it's all negative. <laughs> I, I don't watch. It's true. News like at I haven't all. watched. I haven't watched the news in. I don't know, two weeks, three weeks, yeah. because I just can't. The negativity that it is right now, and you know, I don't want. We don't want to get into other subjects, but like it's just become so disgusting to me yep. what's being put on the news. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, guys. So uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, you enjoyed this one. Um, and again, we got a lot of things, you know, coming up, a lot of good things coming up and, uh, keep on good, listening. A lot of good guests, a lot of good segments coming up. And hopefully, know. uh, we're giving you guys the entertainment here and, and you guys are enjoying it, but, uh, make sure you guys are voting for the, uh, kits. Vote for Perugia tomorrow. Do not nah, Napoli. vote for Perugia tomorrow. Nah, Napoli's, uh, Napoli's retro, uh, kit is, is iconic. And I'll tell you right now, I'd be shocked if they weren't in the semifinals. And Maradona won it, wore it. Exactly, so. exactly, exactly. But Tommy, listen, I'm gonna, you're going to see it tomorrow. Perugia's, uh, modern kit is beautiful. It's really, really nice. It really is. Um, but, uh, all right, guys. So we'll, uh, we'll see you later. We'll see you on Thursday. All right. We'll see you later, Tommy. Ciao, ciao. All right.